Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Finding someone on an online Catholic dating site shouldn't be like shopping for a blender. So why do most dating sites leave you feeling like you're shopping for a spouse? At Catholic Singles, we connect members through our unique user polls and activities, which help you discover other members and their personalities and interests. Because you're a person, not a profile picture. So stop shopping and start discerning. Trust your love story to the original Catholic dating site and use the promo code BREADBOX at checkout for 20% off at catholicsingles.com. Good morning, everybody. It's Bear, and I'm coming to you from Waikiki Beach. I'm home. So beautiful. Cindy and I have been getting a lot of time in the water and getting a lot of work done. And um, thrilled that no matter what, God is in charge. And, uh, and we uh, pray for this nation. We pray for great results from our re- uh, election. We pray for the, lo- the life of the unborn. We specifically pray for the the unborn uh, black uh, African American girl that's in uh, in her mother's womb. We know that um, a lot of our a lot of our most vulnerable women are in the black community, and we pray for that woman right now. That's in most in need. That a man, a strong man, would stand up and say, "I'll help you." That uh, I know that most women who go through Abortion wouldn't do that if there was a father, an uncle, a brother, a boyfriend, a husband who would stand with them. And so we pray during this time for great boldness, for great healing in all of our families and that uh, men would begin to stand up and really take care of their women. Hey, Dan Barda, good to see you. And we pray for great results from our election. But remember, the real change has to be in the heart. And so we pray for uh, men to stand up and really father their children, especially their unborn children. Today, a great silence reigns on the earth. This is from an ancient, ancient homily. A great silence and a great stillness. A great silence because the king is asleep. Jesus in the tomb. The earth trembled and is still because God has fallen asleep in the flesh and he has raised up all who have slept ever since the world began. As Jesus slept, we just read he went to Hades, to the underworld and took captivity, captured and freed those who were in Abraham's bosom. Not the condemned, not those in hell, but those in Abraham's bosom. He has gone to search for Adam our first father, as for a lost sheep, greatly desiring to visit those who live in darkness and in the shadow of death. He has gone to free from sorrow Adam in his bonds and Eve captive with him. He who is both their God and the son of Eve, I am your God, who for your sake have become your son. How beautiful. I order you, O sleeper, to awake, I did not create you to be a prisoner in Hades. Rise from the dead, for I am the life of the dead. The great victory of Jesus Christ rising from the dead. By the expression he descended into hell, the Apostles' Creed confesses that Jesus did really die 
and through his death for us conquered death and the devil. As in Hebrews 2.14 says, Who has the power of death? In his human soul, in his human soul, united to his divine person, the dead Christ went down to the realm of the dead. He opened heaven's gates for the just who had gone before him. Can you imagine Adam and Eve and Abraham and King David and all those great saints of the Old Testament saying, at last, at last, at last, we long for this day and to go with him into paradise, into heaven. Now we're going to study paragraph 2 of the Apostles' Creed. On the third day he arose from the dead. From uh, Acts. We bring you good news that what God promised to the fathers, this day he has fulfilled to us, their children, by raising Jesus. The resurrection of Jesus is the crowning truth of our faith in Christ, a faith believed and lived as the central truth by the first Christian community, handed on as fundamentally by tradition, established by the documents of the New Testament, and preached as an essential part of the Paschal mystery, along with the cross. Christ is risen from the dead. Dying, he destroyed death. To the dead he has given life. That's from the ancient Eastern uh, Catholic Byzantine uh, Mass. Christ is risen from the dead. Dying he conquered death. To the dead he has given life. Praise God. Christ's um, death and resurrection is well documented. documented. His death, his existence is well documented. And uh, and the fact that he suffered under Pilate. And then they talk about how, uh, historically they talk about how his disciples claimed that he had risen. And that there were miracles done in his name by him and through his apostles. Those are doc those are, there's documents in history to show that. Uh, the mystery of Christ's resurrection is a real event with manifestations that were historically verified as the New Testament itself bears witness. In about A.D. 56, so about 20 years after, 25 years after the crucifixion, St. <coughs> Paul could already write to the Corinthians. I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, of course, the Old Testament scriptures, and that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, meaning Peter, and then to the twelve. The apostles speak here of the living tradition of the resurrection, which he had learned after his conversion at the gates of Damascus. Hey Chris Goki, when are you coming back to Hawaii? Um, let me, uh, and when is your wedding day? Um, let, let me let you uh, enjoy the beautiful sunrise in Waikiki. And so tomorrow we're going to be talking about the empty tomb. Uh, Cindy and I have been blessed to be there uh, in Jerusalem at the at Christ's tomb. And two priests and a deacon, we were able to crawl down and look into the tomb and reach into the tomb while um, 
Father Don Calloway and, a, and another priest and another and a deacon had crawled into the tomb and were saying mass for us who were outside. We could barely hear the sound of their voices from inside, but we were so fortunate to actually go into that, to reach into the tomb of Jesus. Just a small little area, large enough for just a handful of people um, inside the tomb where mass was being said. And then there, there was an ancient church that was built over um, the tomb. Uh, and, then in, and then that church is enclosed by a huge church um, there in Jerusalem. And inside the, the small little room, maybe 12 by 12 or 15 by 15, just a small little room, we all crowded and one by one we were able to reach in to the, um, to the uh, tomb. Of course, the, the area there is, is uh, mostly all Franciscans take care of that area. Um, the church there and the church the tomb and then the tomb is inside a little church and then the church is inside a really big church so I've been there I've been to the tomb of Jesus and he's not there I can tell you Jesus Christ is not there he is risen why don't we make the sign of the cross in Hawaiian Makainoa Okamakua Kekeki Hemelele. in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit Amen love you guys Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.com dot app slash breadbox.